0: Welcome to Kindly Gifted. I'm your host, Kate Tarantiva, and I can't wait to unwrap the world of influence with you. Every day, your gifted episodes, see what I did there, to help you become fluent in the business of creativity and learn the best kept industry secrets to creating an online presence worth remembering. It's really like having a mama on speed dial. So let's dive into it. Having somebody's phone number is one of the most underrated and undervalued forms of intimacy and connection in today's world we are so connected. Like we, you can talk to people at your fingertips in any single app at this point, um, from email to social media, to dating apps, to Slack, whatever. And that's wonderful. However, it creates a lot of access to you in ways that you can't really control or curate as well as you can in texts. Right. Which is why, you know, there comes a time for everyone. <laughs> they realize like, actually I want less contacts. <laughs> I want, you know, people that I truly would like to maintain some sort of connection with, whether it be mentors or networking connections or, um, friends or people you're dating and, you know, build meaningful relationships that you will respond to immediately I think that's the difference between having somebody's phone number and being able to reach them over text or call them versus DMing them or emailing them. Because if you DM somebody, first of all, you can DM anyone. You can DM me. You can DM a celebrity. You know, they're going to have varying times and responses and you're going to have to be okay with that. Right? Same thing with email. You email somebody, you're like, it'd be nice if they responded today, but they could respond within 24 hours and I'd be okay with that. They might even respond within a week if they have an out-of-office reply on, right? Whereas with texts, if you text somebody, you're texting them because you know they're going to respond to you or they're going to call you back or they're going to answer your call immediately, right? There's a level of urgency that's not present in other places. It's funny, I was looking through... um, TikTok the other day. I was on my FYP and I noticed like five back-to-back videos of people being asked on the street. I don't know why I got five of them back-to-back, but whatever. Um, Of people being asked on the street, like, what's your biggest ick? Four out of five said people not responding to my texts or not answering calls. So there is this level of urgency where you're expecting that somebody whose number you have is going to answer you When you text a friend and you ask them, hey, do you want to go out for drinks tonight and they respond tomorrow, it's like a little weird. (laughs) Whereas if you email somebody, hey, can you, you know, complete this task for me, like, whenever you get around to it, if they respond tomorrow, like, that's fine. You probably already expected that, right? So there's a form of marketing That has been emerging over the past several years, which is called SMS marketing. And that's basically when companies, as you know, I'm giving this kind of as a recap for people who are not familiar with this, but most of you probably are, um, that basically allows brands or creators, celebrities, you know, whatever, to have access to your phone number and text you things. And that can be a variety of different things, right? From, you know, invites to events, to promo codes, to some sort of other kinds of sales promotions or discounts or markdowns, whatever, um, that are just exclusive to you. And honestly, I've yet to see a brand do something interesting with SMS marketing. And the reason that I don't think they're doing anything interesting is because they don't realize that this is not email. This is not a broadcast channel on Instagram DMs says not a Discord. It's somebody's personal cell phone number that one misstep and they will not only delete or opt out, they will block the contact because they don't want further communication with you. Like that's how much people curate their texts and their contacts versus like DMs or, you know, email. And so... I have yet to see brands treat the interaction that they have with their customer via text as like a personal, intimate connection. I think the other reason is because marketers and and brands, when they think about SMS marketing, they think of, of it as another marketing channel, another sales channel. Let's like push some stuff. Let's give people discounts. Maybe they'll get a bigger discount over text, but they don't want that. They don't just care about the discount. They signed up for your text because they wanted a connection with you and your brand. That's the part that we're kind of like missing. So most of the time, if I've ever subscribed to SMS marketing, as I'm sure you can relate, it's usually because you go on a brand's website and they're like, oh, get 10% off or like 20% off or whatever kind of discount code. And then you enter your email and they're like, well, to really lock it in, you got to give us your phone number. And you're like, fine. Okay, whatever. Like, let me get this discount code and then I'll just go back later and like unsubscribe. Every time. That's literally the process. I don't want to be on your text thread because I know all you're going to do is bombard me with promo codes that I don't give a fuck about. I think the only brand that I have seen through my research that does a really, really great job with texts is We're Not Really Strangers who created, during the pandemic, they created an emotional support hotline where you subscribe for like a $1.99 a month or something. And they text you like affirmations or mental health reminders or something like that you can't respond you just get like a message from the we're not really strangers team with like something maybe that you needed to hear that day which is interesting um kind of sucks that you can't like respond but also from like a practicality perspective i do understand how that can get overwhelming especially if you have like thousands of people subscribed right um, but it's not really for the purpose of sales. Like they, they made it very adamant. Um, and the founder, Kareen was saying in a cu- couple of the articles I was reading about this promotion that it's not about marketing something like or pushing sales directly. It's definitely an indirect form of marketing to build like brand loyalty and a fan base, but it wasn't about pushing products or discount codes or anything like that. It was more so to create like an emotional connection with the audience. So I loved the psychological reasoning for doing that. Um, I've also seen a couple creators, um, and I think this initially started with Gary Vee and then a bunch of other creators hopped on, um, to this trend who created a separate phone number that you could text and they respond. I know Gary Vee responds to his texts, which is crazy. Um, there's a couple of other people, funnily enough, also marketing bros that you can text and they'll like respond with advice or whatever, um, Something also really interesting that I saw not too long ago, again, also from a human being, not a brand, but like from a person, was uh, Saint-Levant, who is an Arab, French Arab rapper, hip hop, R&B artist. Um, He released a single called FaceTime and part of the marketing promotion was that he gave out like a phone number or I think his, his, um, his iCloud email and people could like type that in and like FaceTime him and he actually answered. People were FaceTiming him during class thinking he wouldn't pick up and he did. Um, and so again, that kind of creates a, a relationship because you're expecting when you text a company, when you text a person, um, you're expecting that they're going to respond. And so that, that, I think that part was really smart. But otherwise, I mean, most of it is like discount codes and... You know, whatever promotion. Oh, we're having a live event with this expert. Come watch. And it's like, I don't, you could have sent this to me in an email. You know what I mean? This text could have been an email. <laughs> That's why I feel about a lot of the brand's SMS marketing. And I think once grant, once brands and, and people, other people that have text lists or implement SMS marketing as part of their strategy, I think once they realize that somebody giving you their number, is their way of showing a willingness to create an intimate connection with you. I think once that clicks, maybe once they put themselves in the consumer's shoes, I don't know, um, (laughs) then they'll realize that, like, oh, we need to switch up the strategy. Maybe this particular channel, yes, you know, SMS marketing does cost money for brands to have to invest into, buy a separate phone number, have a platform that they can do that. Um, But they need to understand that, like, this isn't about directly pushing product. This is about creating loyalty and nurturing your existing customers that are such big fans of you that they gave you their fucking phone number. So if you do plan to implement SMS marketing or you're currently doing it right now, the psychological aspect is incredibly important. Think about like why you would give a brand your number. A lot of those same reasons apply to a consumer or a fan if you're a creator and you have a text list. So hopefully this was helpful. Thanks for tuning in to Kindly Gifted. To support the podcast, please leave a review, share with your friends, and don't forget to subscribe. Make sure you follow me on TikTok at Kate Mob for more creative secrets from the internet's momager. See you on the next episode of Kindly Gifted.